to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. The show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. What? What is going on, everybody? Is this 2017? I am pretty sure it is. So a happy new year to all of you since it has been a little bit of time since we have seen or heard from each other, I should say that. Uh, And the fact is that it is still the first week of uh, January here. It is January 6th. And I come to you now to wish you a happy new year. Hope you guys had a great holiday season as I did. It was fantastic. Lots of chill time. It was fun, and uh, and I hope that your new year is off to a great start as well. Uh, if you're brand spanking new, by the way, and you have never heard this podcast before, I want to welcome you in. Thank you for being a part of uh, the program here today. And uh, if you want to know anything more about me, you can always visit thediscipleproject.net, and from there you can pretty much get anywhere. You can that's my also my blog, uh, as well as you can uh, click up there to get to resources to join the Fresh Impact newsletter, uh, for which I send out notes to the program uh, with. Uh, also, you can check out my YouTube channel uh, and uh, all other kinds of good stuff and services that I offer. So, well, thank you so much. I hope that your uh, I hope that your new year is off to a smashing start. Uh, it is, uh, it is off to the races now for me. I have a retreat coming up next week, a uh, student leadership retreat, and I am so looking forward to that. That is going to be the deal. So lots of things. If you think about this, guys, it's only five months till summer. I mean, how crazy. It's five months till I'm on a missions trip, taking kids to camp. It's just five months. And uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, I don't know, man. Time flies, baby. That's all I can say. If you're busy... If you're busy, time flies. So, um, so I've been thinking lately as I get right into the uh, the the core of this uh, session today, which is the ten excuses uh, that youth pastors use to kill their youth ministry. Uh, before I get into all that, I want to tell a little bit about my story uh, of why I'm so uh, committed on this excuse thing. This is going to be a series, by the way. I'm going to be going through at least 10 excuses. I'm not going to give you all of them today. Uh, I am going to break it down, though, but I want to tell you why I'm so uh, hot about the subject here. On December 8th, uh, uh, well, let's start back. December 7th, I started thinking about changing up my routines in the morning. And I said, you know what? I really want to do something different. I've been getting up. I eat breakfast. You know, I make a little something, uh, drink some coffee, and then I get to writing. And so that's great. I've been doing that for several years. And what I have uh, noticed is uh, that uh, it just wasn't cutting it for me anymore. It wasn't it wasn't driving me anymore. And I, I said, well, what am I going to do? I said, well, I don't really feel like exercising per se. I'm not a big exercise guy, but I said, listen, I got to get up and change my routine. I got to do something in the morning uh, that's going to make me get up and do this thing and get my get my motivational juices going. So I said, well, I'm going to get up and go for a walk. So I, on the 7th, I went ahead and uh, got a pair of uh, sweatpants because I hate walking in my jeans. I don't know about you. I, I can't exercise like that. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm not big on exercise, but if I'm going to do it, let's go ahead and do something comfortable. And so... Um, I got the uh, got the sweatpants, and I wound up getting up the next day. And of course, uh, right there to meet me first thing in the morning were some uh, excuses. <laughs> they were just there. That I woke up, and there they were, staring over my bed. And they were looking at me, saying, "Listen, uh, buddy, listen. You're 49. 
uh, going to be 49 this year, and you really don't need to be wearing out your legs like that. You really just sort of need to stay in bed. And the other voice there, the other excuse was, that, yeah, and it's really warm, man. It's really, really warm, guy. You don't want to get out of that bed, man. And uh, and they were almost like, uh, I don't know, they're like mafia guys. And I, I was like, they were like threatening me. Like, uh, hey, buddy, you don't want to get out of bed. Uh, you don't want to do this. You don't want to, you know, don't make us do this. Don't make us, you know, don't, don't make yourself regret this, right? And so there's over me. And I started thinking, man, these people, these excuses are, are nothing but assassins. They're hitmen. They've, they've come to get me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And I just got like offended. I was like, holy smokes. I'm going to kill all of these excuses here in my life. These things are sent after me. And listen, I, listen, I, I'm not, I'm not being super uber spiritual here because I like. Well, the, did the devil send those? No, the devil didn't send them. They were inside my head. They were, they were excuses that I was giving myself why I didn't want to do something. Right? We want to blame a lot of people and do a lot of things, but ultimately, I'm the one making the excuses. I am searching for my own comfort uh, rather than do something different here to change up my day. And so what I did was I said, look, uh, I just, just looked at these guys, these excuses, these assassins, and I just I just obliterated them. I just got out of bed. I put on my sweatpants and I, I, you know, it was a little cold that day. So I, I warmed up a little bit and I went outside and I just walked. Now, look, I only walked about two miles. Don't I look at this is not a weight loss program. I mean, this is not what I'm doing. It's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to uh, preach exercise to you guys. This is something, this is my journey, right? You got to do you. I got to do me. And me said, get up, punch these excuses in the face, leave them on the ground crying and go outside and go walk and change your day. So I wound up doing that. I did about two miles, and then the next day, of course, uh, having not uh, having not exercised for quite some time, uh, the pains and aches. Then, so that excuse showed up. They sent in the they sent in a, a highly trained assassin that said, "Listen, you're you're old, Paul, and you're you're not going to do very well. You you might want to stay there." It was very threatening. <laughs> it was like, "Don't don't make me do this, Paul. Don't make me take you out." I'm like, "I will smash you in the face." And I got up again, in spite of the, just being sore, right? Because we're sore. It's like, oh, that was a terrible idea. No, it was a great idea. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get up and do it again. And so day after day, I just, there was other excuses that came and said, look, you don't want to do this. You're going to, you know, things came up and, and said, oh, you got to do this. And you have this meeting. Good. I'll get up earlier then. And once again, this is not about exercise. This is about me crushing and defeating excuses in my life. I have faced them and I have faced them in, in regards to uh, youth ministry. And we're going to jump into that. But these excuses, these little things that were trying to control me now, uh, was going to try to steal and rob from me, kill me, and take my money, uh, take my time, take uh, take my motivation, take everything. And I, I personalized these excuses in those moments, in those days following. And uh, and and I just said, look, just like the cancer society, right, is has personalized cancer. I personalized my excuses, and I look at them as assassins. I look at them as, as thieves and robbers. I look at them as people trying to rip me off. Off, and then I get up and I just, I just, you know, I got, you know, my, my gun under the pillow kind of thing. And I said, look, I'm going to go Liam Neeson on all you guys. I said, I'm done with you. And I just, uh, you know, I crushed them by getting up and just getting going and doing it. So now it is December, it is uh, January 6th here, had my walk this morning uh, where I started at two miles. I'm now doing about three and a half miles a day. And during that process, 
you know, during those first four days or so, I just said, you know, this is great. I'm just going to go out here, get my jam on, get my get my Stevie Wonder happening this morning. Uh, you know, did Ray Charles yesterday. Very Motown kind of mo- mo- mood right now. So, uh, so I did all that. And then I said, okay, um, you know, I'm out here. Uh, I said, I wonder if I can you know, maybe shoot a little video here. And I started doing Instagram. And by the way, you're welcome to join me on there if you want to see the talks. Uh, they're only one minute. So, you know, I said, I'm going to get out there and, and see if I can, you know, just share my journey. That's all I want to do. I just want to share my journey. So I'm, here I am. I'm giving, sharing, you know, maybe something from the from the Bible and maybe just some of my journey and dealing with excuses because I know that everybody deals with them. And so I just shared and, and just motivated and just did what I did what I did in the morning. And, um, and I'm a communicator by heart, obviously, right? So I do podcasts, I do YouTube videos, all this. And I said, well, look, why, why can't I just communicate during this process? It gives me an opportunity to do something. Instead of just preaching once a week, I get to do little small devotions every day and kind of scratch that itch for my life. And, uh, and so I, I would do that, and I found out that people on Instagram kind of like the videos, you know? They watch them and uh, give me feedback, and that's great. Uh, then I, about, you know, a couple of days after that, I said, well, you know, this Facebook Live thing, maybe I want to do that too. So I got on there, jumped on Facebook Live, uh, and I got a bunch of people watching videos. They get up in the morning. I think a lot of them get up in the morning just to hang with me, just on the walk. They say, well, Paul's going to come on, right? I've become like a like a television show, like, hey, Paul's coming on at 7.15. We got to get in front of the TV or the computer. And I'm just like, you know, this is what I want to do. This is awesome. I'm loving it. So there's this byproduct of killing my excuse that I would not normally have had. Had I made the excuse, I'm, I'm experiencing all these uh, uh, connecting with all these people. I mean, I've had people from my my first church like 25 years ago, uh, you know, hit me up with a message and say, Paul, these are great. Thank you so much for doing them. And I'm like, you're welcome. They're welcome to my journey. I'm, I'm hope I'm helping. Hope that I'm doing some good. And uh, and you know, you never know. Everybody, not everybody engages. So, uh, but I just found that to be just an awesome uh, process for me. And so, as I started to drill down into those excuses that would you know stop me from uh, just going for a walk. I, like I said, I'm not going for a ten mile run here. I'm not mountain climbing. I'm not you know uh, doing extreme things. I'm not doing CrossFit here. I'm just going for a walk. That's it. I'm not scaling it up any more than that. I'm walking. There was a time, though, I will say, that when I was started walking, I did this one time. I walked, tried to do Facebook Live or tried to do Instagram, and I couldn't walk and breathe at the same time. I was like, this is disgusting. Uh, that's not very good. And so um, now I'm able to kind of function a little bit. And uh, and as a byproduct, sure, I've lost a couple of pounds, uh, I think four to be exact. But uh, once again, I didn't start the journey uh, by saying, I'm going to go out and lose some weight. That, that, that journey was over for me a long time ago. But uh, the byproduct of making a right decision has been that I've lost a little bit of weight. I've built up a little bit of my uh, lung power. And, uh, you know, I'd go out. I don't care if it's, you know, weather, 27 degrees, whatever. I don't care. I was disappointed this morning because it wasn't snowing here in Alabama. Uh, and I wanted to walk in the snow. I, it was exciting. It was 31 degrees. It, and it didn't work out that way, but that's okay. That's all right. It's happening. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll walk later just on purpose, just to go ahead and do that. But I, as I started to break this down for my own life and started to break this down for my own 
uh, journey, uh, I started thinking about youth ministry, and I started thinking about the excuses that I make in youth ministry, why I don't want to do things. Now, consider um, you know, the, the excuses we all make, right? The, the, the kid that we don't want to call, the, the, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they've been gone, and we're awkward, uh, you know, we don't want to do the outreach and those things. That leads, that's going to lead me into this, which is excuse number one. I can't go over all 10 in one thing. I'm, I'm going to do a series here, so be prepared. 10 weeks, hopefully, 10 weeks of talking about killing the excuses that are killing our youth ministries and the fact that we have to kill these excuses before they kill our dreams, right? We have a, a dream for our youth ministry. God has put something in our hearts and we got to go execute on it. We got to go do it. And yet we're getting crushed by these assassins that are coming in and, and one of them is apathy, right? One of them is, is is and by the way, these are all ones that I have dealt with. These are, these are I'm not on some mountaintop here trying to tell you that I've killed all of them. They come after me daily, these excuses. And so I want to encourage you that uh, that I'm not some guru on the mountain here. I'm just I'm offering a few ideas and suggestions that uh, maybe would impact your youth ministry if you decided that these things, these excuses, are uh, are dangerous, dangerous things, and they should be slaughtered by the thousands. Uh, so that if we can get violent with them uh, and take them out by our by our action, taking our action steps, and every time we do that, we're gonna we're going to reap something, reap the harvest, you know, from killing the excuse. Once again, I've killed the excuse now for almost three weeks. I've lost four pounds. I didn't set out to do four pounds. I didn't set out to lose any weight at all. I didn't even care. I just wanted to get out and change my routine in the morning. That's it. And so the byproduct of that was just losing a few pounds. I'm grateful. I'm thankful for it. And uh, and we move on from there. But the But the excuses that we look at and this particular excuse, we reach a point uh, of we don't care anymore. We, the, you know, we, 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 maybe you're in a position with your youth ministry where you're like, what is going on here? What is happening? I'm in a, I'm in a bit of a downturn, right? There's nothing, uh, uh, there's no problems or issues or things like that. I've just graduated out a lot of kids. You know, you go from having, you know, 25, 35, 45 kids, and now you're down to about 15 or so. And, uh, and you know what, that's, listen, I love those, I love those 15 as much as I love 45. It doesn't, the number's not the, the, the point here. The point is that when you see it happening, and I just did a, I'm not going to go into all that, but I just did a, 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 a podcast with uh, Jody over at the, uh, the long haul, uh, podcast, check his podcast out there. He's, um, you know, I did an interview with him and it was just dead honest about the downturn and about how we need to, imp, you know, go with that and how we how we need to how we survive that and one of the things we have to do is not become apathetic right we have to be able to say the the, the thoughts that have come to our head in our head when our ministry is not doing well or things like no one cares and even if it is doing well by the way so what if, it, if it's doing well you may still think well, hey no one cares it won't matter anyway and no one will come right so you start thinking about you know the this apathy that becomes an incubator for excuses Man, we got to destroy that thing. Otherwise, it's going to mess stuff up. So, what do we do? Where's our, you know, what what are we doing with this? Are we just going to just not care anymore? Somebody has to care, by the way. And if you're the leader, you have to care. Okay. Uh, the question becomes also is like, listen, um, if we're the leader, can we live with these excuses? Can our youth ministry survive with our excuses? Uh, is our youth ministry becoming all that it can? Is is God? Are, are we giving up on what God wants to do in our lives personally and in our youth ministries? 
Uh, can we live with the excuses? Because if we're making excuses, uh, you know, we can't do the two things here. We can't make excuses and make a difference at the same time. It's one of the other. So either we're making excuses or we're, or we're, um, you know, we're making a difference. So, you know, this spirit of apathy, you know, if we, if we put, um, you know, all of our plans, we want to put everything in God's hands. Listen, we, listen, that's first and foremost, but our hands also have to be a part of the process. We have to get in there. We have to, uh, you know, deal with the issues that we deal with. And that spirit of apathy gets in there and, and we become dysfunctional. We don't plan. We don't come in early. We don't read our Bible early. Uh, we, we don't care what the Word of God says. We're just going to struggle and put in another however many six hours and sit through a four-hour staff meeting, and we just don't care. And it's just, we, you have to kill that thing. You have to look that thing in the face and go, you are a punk. I'm going to destroy you, and here's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know, here's how I'm going to do it. There's a quote here. It says, apathy can be overcome by enthusiasm, and enthusiasm can only be aroused by two things. First, an ideal with, with takes the imagination by storm, and second, a definitive, uh, intelligible plan for carrying that idea into practice. That's by Arnold J. Toynbee. And so we have to take action. We have to get inspirational. We have to find an idea. We have to get behind something. We have to, you know, I am. I, I don't even want to talk about it now. I'm in my in my office doing the the show today, and there's a new banner. I'm going to talk about it uh, here in a minute. No, I'm not. I'm going to talk about it in the next show. You got to tune in to see what I'm talking about, because because this thing is what has inspired me a little bit. It's gotten me going. I'm going to talk about this, but. So what do we do? How do what, what's our weapon of choice here? What do we kill this apathy with? And the, and I think we have to kill it with value, right? We have to say to ourselves, every kid in our youth ministry is valuable, whether that is one kid, five kids, ten kids, fifty kids. Uh, we can become group junkies where we're just about the numbers and we feel good when there's lots of numbers and we feel terrible when there's low numbers. And we have to start telling ourselves, look, I am happy that 15 kids, 12 kids, 10 kids came out on a Wednesday night to hang with me, this old guy, and I am thrilled that they're here. I am stoked. So we have to be able to put value into this. Okay, so how do we break that down? How do we break that spirit of apathy? Well, we we have to add value. We have to say what is valuable. Number one is value your kids' input. Consider doing a youth ministry audit survey with your kids, right? Get some new ideas on the table. See what they thought of the past year. Think of, you know, put everything out there. So get your, get opinions, start valuing what kids are telling you and and question them. You know, there's a, if you, if you go to the discipleproject.net, there's a, I have a blog post there. And in fact, forget that. I think it's the last episode I just did on this podcast was, uh, as an end of year, just nine questions you must ask your students. Go listen to that and say, listen, I'm going to ask my kids the hard questions. I'm going to ask them and say, what, what is, what is going on here? What are you finding of, of value here? What's not of value? Let's put everything on the table here right? Uh, you have to be able to value the victories, 
right? You're you're valuing your kid's input, but then you have to go and say, okay, I'll take all that into consideration. That'll motivate me. Maybe something they'll they'll say, something that will charge my battery here. Um, The next thing is you got to value the victories, no matter how small they are. Look at the past victories. Look at that new kid that came. Look at those things. These are all things that are going to, you know, are going to remind us of why we're in this thing. In my office here, I am surrounded by pictures of Right now, up to seven years worth of photos of camps, of Nerf gun wars, of of all these things, and I put these pictures up. If you don't have pictures in your in your office, grab all those pictures that you've taken over the years and put them up on the wall, and they will inspire you. Uh, they will. You look at all the kids that have come through your program, or kids you've graduated out, or just little moments of pictures you you took of during youth meetings that remind you of the difference that you're making because you are making a difference. You're doing something. You, you know, it's. I know you may be going through a tough time and a struggle right now, but you've got to look at the value of the victories that you've had and and look back and say, you know, I that's when I did this, and that's when that kid came to the altar and that's when I prayed with that kid. And listen, you got to define the wins in your youth ministry. You've got to be able to say, look, this was a win and enjoy it and relish it and say, you know what? That's valuable. That's valuable. And then the uh, last thing is this, is value enthusiasm. You've got to stoke the fires within. We have to be the prime mover when it comes to excitement and enthusiasm. You know, apathy is viral, and it can be caught, and our kids will be down if we're down. It also can be that enthusiasm is viral, and our kids will catch that as well. You know, I just did the service this past Wednesday night, and I did it, man. I just, I brought it to them. I just emptied uh, my heart to them about the excuses we all make, uh, and we, I broke it down to them. I said, look, if I can't push you, I can't pastor you. And I, I have a sign in my office now that says excuses, and I stuck a big knife in it. And I talked about the fact that you got to kill your excuses or they're going to kill your dreams. And it's the same thing. It's true for us and our youth ministry. It's true for the fact that um, that if we don't jump on this, if we don't uh, bring value and say, what is valuable? These kids are valuable. The gospel's valuable. All these things, we got to wake ourselves up out of the, the pit that we're in and say, you know what? Uh, I got to I gotta start looking around me and saying, this is all valuable stuff here. God's called me to do a valuable, valuable thing, and I am not going to be apathetic anymore. I'm going to look, all those excuses that are saying, well, that kid doesn't want to hear from you. That kid doesn't want to do anything with you. Uh, that kid doesn't want to come to you. Don't tag them in that photo. Don't, don't put their name there. Whatever it is, whatever it means uh, for you, you have to look at those for your own life and say, you know, these excuses I'm making are holding back what I believe God wants to do in our ministry. And these are excuses that we make, we tell ourselves, and we say, kids don't want to come. I'm not going to make a big deal. I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, do give my very best, my very all. Uh, I'm just not. And uh, and and so we sort of conform to the apathy that our youth ministry has or that our kids have. And we have to be the generators of excitement. We have to be the generators of what is valuable. And uh, and this past week, uh, it happened in our group, at least, uh, after I got done speaking. It was a, a great time. We had some kids come in from the other, from the from the kids program. And a couple of kids came in during the altar time, and they heard me share, and they actually came up to the altar, and I prayed for them. 
I said, are you tired of making excuses for not listening to your mom and dad and, and, uh, and, and not doing your homework and, and all these various things? I said, yeah. I said, great, let's pray. So we got up there and I, look, I told, uh, I told those, uh, those kids, um, uh, I told those kids that, um, you know, uh, that uh, the students, the young people, I said, listen, you know, these kids are shaming you. And then I had some kids come up to the altar. I said, bring your excuses up here. We'll pray. We'll kill them. I'll wound them and you'll kill them. That's how that's going to work. So, uh, but that's it, guys. That's really my heart today is I just want us all to go into the new year and let's not make excuses. If you're feeling apathetic, if you're feeling like you're just down, can I encourage you? Listen, I understand. I get it. It's hard. But my encouragement is to push through. Don't get into apathy. Start killing those excuses. Get violent with them and say, look, you're not going to hold me back. I am not bowing down to these excuses that you're giving me because they're because my the students in my ministry are valuable. And this youth ministry is valuable to all the schools that they go to. And uh, this youth ministry is valuable to this community. And because of that, because of that, I can't afford to be apathetic. I can't afford to be in the pit. I can't afford to be have a pity party for myself. And because of that, I'm going to give, start giving my best. I'm going to give my best, even though it's underappreciated, even though nobody's listening, even though nobody's, uh, you know, it's, you just got to, you got to go with it. You got to be patient and you got to move forward and, uh, and do it, uh, because, um, God wants you to do it and God loves you and, uh, you're valuable to him. You're valuable to him. Uh, that's a terrible excuse sometimes that we we also give ourselves that God doesn't care. And let me tell you something, God cares about you more than more than the ministry, more than your church, more than anything else. God cares about you today. So be encouraged today. Don't be apathetic. Go forward. So, but that's it for today, guys. I hope that you have enjoyed this as much as I've enjoyed sharing my journey with you. Uh, I want you to go out there and slay some excuses. I want you to punch them in the face. I want you to cut their head off. These are assassins that have come to uh, to destroy the work of God, and we can't put up with them anymore. Uh, there's things that are going on in our world and our life that we can't afford to do it. And so uh, my encouragement to you today is go out, kill some excuses, and I would love to hear from you. Let me know how you're doing. Please leave a, uh, a review, some stars maybe. If you go over to iTunes and, and go to the podcast, wherever you found it there, uh, go there and uh, leave me a review. I would love to hear how maybe this has impacted uh, your, your, your journey in, in the fact that maybe you've been feeling apathetic and now you're ready to get out of it and get at it and kill and crush some excuses and punch them in the face and blow them up and any way you can get rid of them to be able to move forward. So uh, that's it, guys. Thanks for sharing. Uh, if you're going to go over there, and I'm going to thank you in advance for going and uh, and leaving a review for the podcast so that other people can find it. And uh, here's to you in a brand new year. I'm going to come to you next week and offer you excuse number two. I don't have the right team. That is excuse number two. We're going to focus on that next week. And I'm going to try to help you and walk you through whether you have a team or whether you're doing ministry by yourself. Uh, that can be an excuse we use to not do some things and I want to encourage you to get on it. So that's it for today, guys. Appreciate you guys so much, and I will see you guys next time on the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast. See you later.